Okay, Keith here from Beat the Casino. Welcome um, a little bit earlier tonight, uh, about five of here. Uh, so we'll wait for everyone to catch us. They know we actually uh, get in about 10 o'clock, or uh, 9 o'clock, I'm sorry. So uh, I wanted to uh, kind of preface today with a uh, couple things that we're working on. One is I just released, if you... Uh, happened to have attended the uh, 5D seminar with uh, Conscious One. Um, I slice and dice the uh, the seminar if you didn't make it, and I did make it uh, publicly available on YouTube. Uh, you can see it uh, on our list of videos. It's the last one that was uh, just published. Uh, it's a great approach by Conscious. He's kind enough to uh, contribute an awful lot. Uh, started with the 3D and uh, 4D and 5D, and uh, and now we added the uh, 10 best bets in Baccarat uh, f with it. So it's a rather complete approach to the game, holistic approach. You can get the free manual. Uh, there is a link um, below uh, the uh, video, and the manual is free if you want to grab it. Go ahead, you can get it from eJunkie. It'll go ahead and uh, you can download it right away. If you want me to send you a hard copy, I will. I think it's the shipping is three bucks or something like that. Um, if it's international, it's a little bit more. Um, however, you can get the manual for free and you can study and uh, you can ask comments, you know, in the YouTube uh, section about 5D. Uh, you know, if you're interested in learning more, you want to see the uh, second and third parts that we'll be doing. Next, The next video in the 5D will be the practical application of it. And uh, we'll be doing that this week, and we should have that finished up in about a week where we're going to actually go through and play some shoes and analyze as we turn over cards and, you know, let people see how to implement it in uh, casino speed here. It's a great time to practice. You might as well practice now and, uh, and join up. So that's what's going on there. I wanted to make everybody uh, aware of that. Now, to everyone who attended, we had about 100 attendees. I'll make sure I send an email out to uh, everyone that... Uh, uh, with the link in it to the video. So if, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, you know, please take a listen to it. It's uh, Kevin out there in uh, Las Vegas talking about his uh, 5D approach. So also, too, we'll be talking uh, this week. Uh, I want to get together with Canada Bach a little bit and uh, get kind of another seminar going with the 5D uh, and do something public with uh, 5D, or uh, I'm sorry, DNA of Baccarat and uh, his approach to uh, to the game. So I think it's good stuff, and I think you'll find that really interesting. And also some stuff about ties, which which kind of segues into this, but I have one more thing to talk about. We're going to be talking a little bit about ties tonight. I know I have a shoe uh, up. Uh, hi, Canada. How are you doing? Uh, how are you doing? Thanks for joining the chat. I see you're here. Hi, uh, Don. Thank you for coming in tonight. Thanks. I'm glad you really like that. Um, Listen, I want to make everybody aware that we'll be talking about ties tonight. I have a shoe that we're going to uh, go ahead. Yeah, DNA all the way. Uh, we're going to be talking about ties and, uh, you know, what we found about that and, you know, some of the things that we're noticing. And, uh, you know, hopefully you find it interesting and uh, it applies to your casino. So we'll be talking about ties. Uh, we found a shoe here that we thought was interesting and we thought we'd put it up. I know... To those who came in and said, well, you said you're going to talk about XTV. I'm, I'm going to get to XTV. There's so much to talk about all the time, uh, which is why we do it every night. Uh, so we have plenty of time to actually talk about it. Um, uh, so I will get to XTV and go back to those other topics that we kind of uh, 
uh, kind of broached. Of course, you know, we've done nothing here but really just etch the surface of everything that we talk about at uh, Beat the Casino. So, uh, you know, hopefully this gives you a taste of it. Also, too, we have a lot of new members who came in uh, recently. Uh, I wanted to welcome them all. And, uh, you know, uh, if you have any questions, uh, this is something we do uh, public. If you found us this way, all the better. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you have any questions, please go ahead and post them in the forum. We do broadcast this, um, uh, pardon me, live to our forum. Uh, so they're able to watch it too so anyway welcome we're on uh, youtube uh, we're on facebook we're on twitter and we're in the beatthecasino.com forum live talking right now and we do have a chat going so if you have a question go ahead and uh and uh and ask a question yeah i hope new members are watching too thank you very much so anyway let me go ahead and uh put up this shoe that i wanted to talk about uh let me get this set up just a little bit here I think I'll use, oh, that's, got to make sure I get a nice scene. I ordered a video switcher, so maybe that'll come in soon. I got it from Black Magic. They're really popular, so uh, they're a little bit behind on back orders. But anyway, uh, that aside, here's the shoe um, we wanted to talk about. And uh, I thought this was uh, particularly interesting uh, ties. Uh, I know some folks had wanted to chime in. Can you guys see the uh, the shoe there that's up in front of you? Yeah, ties can get you out of a jam sometime. Absolutely, Canada. I know uh, when we were playing up at uh, up in Canada, one of the first things that we did is we noticed it was a great tie game. And we had some really good tie bets, I think 50 and pardon me, $75. So uh, you know, at eight to one, that that added up pretty quick. Um, yeah, thank you. Hey, cheese uh, Cheetos Bakra, how you doing, man? Thanks for stopping in tonight. Uh, great to see you. Um, yeah, so you know, here are the tie. One of the tie strategies that we uh, talked about, and to those of you who are chatting, you know, please chime in with uh, your ideas. You know, they do tend to uh, cluster, and one of the ways I thought uh, that was an interesting way to bet ties. Um, was, I think it was uh, Anthony, one of our members, pointed out also, too, that the second liner ties uh, tend to be a pretty, pretty good um, indicator. Now, the first way we, we talked about uh, of betting ties is wait till one exists, wait till one occurs, and then go ahead and wait till, watch the line that it occurred in. In this, in this case here, you see the, uh, the uh, third column, the first tie came. Uh, right after the one in a row. And then, of course, you just simply wait till the next um, one in a row and bet the second liner tie. And, of course, you would have lost that one. But then you would have hit the next one. So you would have only made two bets there and hit the tie. Uh, and then wait, wait again for that line to tie again. And then go ahead and bet tie, start betting ties again. And you'd have hit it right on the next one right away. Now, I always said with ties, yeah, the tie line. Thank you, Canada Bach. Uh, I always said with ties that I just try to hit one in a shoe and quit. But some others are, are especially, in, in other words, I'll give it eight bets. So I'll, I'll wait for a, a tie to hit on any particular line. And then I'll bet eight times on that line when that situation presents itself again. And if I win any one of them, then I won the shoe with ties, the way I looked at it. So if they do tend to come together or they do uh, hit on the tie line, as they seem to in this shoe here, 
Uh, you, you could have done it uh, three times on the second tie line, wait for a tie, bet, bet the tie again on the next tie line. Now, of course, this is you know, uh, an easy one. Uh, you would have done pretty well. Also, too, another strategy with ties that would have worked is if you wait for the first tie and then just simply bet ties until you hit it once. Um, so you would have won the first one and then you would hit the next one on the next tie line, and as I said. Then you would have waited until another tie hit and then just bet eight times while you'd have hit it again there in the one, two, three, four, five, fifth, in the sixth column there. Let me put my cursor over there. In the sixth column, here you'd have hit so you'd have stopped. You'd have wait for another tie, right? Then you start betting them again and here you'd have hit it again. So you would have made six chips there. Here you would have you would have waited. Would have been your first one. Okay, then you would have won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Well, there you would have lost. You would have been three chips behind. Okay, you would have stopped after eight, but then you would have waited again for the next tie. Then this tie would have hit, and then you would have hit this tie. So you would have made up any any loss there, uh, there on this one, and then you'd have waited again for this one, then start betting again, and you'd have hit that one within eight, and then you'd have waited again here. And then you don't hit this one within eight hands. So um, it it really would have been a great way to bet ties, either on the uh, using the line strategy or waiting for one tie and then betting it eight times. In this case, you would have came out pretty far ahead. Now this had a lot of ties in it. They had uh, twelve of them, which is uh, sixteen percent ties, which is pretty uh, pretty pretty big tie uh, ratio. I th I think by the rules it it comes out that uh, every tie should hit about one in every nine point five hands. Um, a little bit there because of the uh, advantage to uh, uh, to banker, which reduces the uh, it, instead of it just being a straight uh, straight uh, one in ten. Obviously, there's ten possibilities in numbers, right? Zero through ten. That's our zero through nine. I'm sorry, that's ten chances. Those are all the possibilities. Well, when when how often do you hit them tie? Well, one in ten times. Less the hit rules, which change it just a little bit. So. Um, which favor bank, and that way uh, certain numbers don't come up quite a bit, quite as bit as much, or they come up actually more on, on bank. The average hand size is just a little bit better, so that's why it drops the average tie uh, uh, occurrence down to 9.5. So, in any event, it's interesting with ties. Does anyone else um, have any uh, comments or questions about ties that uh, they see in this game? If you do. You know, go ahead and, and type them. Uh, and I thought it was really interesting. Um, while we're waiting for that, also to notice that this is certainly, when it first started off, it certainly started off with a uh, strong player shoe. Started with the five in a row. And the way you could identify the strong player would be the weakness on bank, which the banker up until column one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Up to column 11 only and then only had one three in a row on player and it still stayed pretty strong and i think that was the longest one so a really strong banker shoe um uh you know kind of occurred here or a player to start forgive me really kind of occurred here um so uh then we had a couple three in a rows and at that point you know you can see the shoe switched a little bit where it kind of went uh, back and forth between player and banker, but you could have certainly capitalized on a little bit stronger player in the first part of the shoe. Then notice that what triggered the the change in the shoe. Um, oh, Canada Box says I always play 
play ties and will bet three more times after a tie comes. Okay. And of cause tie lines, second tie and my favorite after after naturals. Yes, yeah, so so you qualify it. Canada Bach qualifies as his naturals or his tie bets. Uh, he likes the second liner ties and he puts more emphasis on it when uh, if it's preceded by a natural so that's an interesting concept and something that we should uh, look at it more yeah every day okay um one of the things that uh i, I was talking about here with uh, and if you guys see anything in here that i may miss analyzing your shoe here that you played uh, canada block uh this was played at woodbine you can see up here uh, where it was played on uh 9 10 september 10 2019 by canada bach noticed also too here when they started clustering kind of signaled a switch in the shoe and then all the multiples as we call these three in a row followed by three in a row two in a row and three in a row and some people call them attached like this is an attached multiple because there's a multiple before it this is an attached multiple this is an attached multiple and notice how the attached multiples tend to cluster you could, if you count a tie, I guess, well, really we had four of them here with a tie in between. So there's a, a, an attached multiple, then another attached uh, multiple uh, for the most part at the end there. So that kind of signaled kind of a little bit of a shift where the second liners and the tie line really got uh, quite strong there. I think it was a good shoe uh, uh, to make some, some real money on there. Uh, I got to run. Have a great night um, or wherever you Okay, yeah, thanks. If you have to go, hey, thanks for stopping by. Hey, Cannon, are you playing for a living? I believe Keith does not have it on Monday due to Monday Night Live. But yeah, Monday night we're going to have the live uh, practice session. So we, we won't do the live broadcast unless uh, everyone wants to continue to talk about our session. Maybe after the session, if it doesn't get too late, we can still uh, maybe uh, go live and talk about some of the things that some of our players uh, pointed out. Um, but th this was a real interesting shoe. I'm sure you uh, did pretty well on this. Some other things to notice. Notice that two in a rows and three in a rows uh, were exactly even, which which was uh, interesting. Of course, um, the three in a row should be about half as much as the two in a row, so that should have been about a four. Uh, and then notice that the four in a rows are, are short um, at three at only one at 3.2, four or more in a row. So. That rolls everything up that's left over to get into that last uh, grouping of four or more in a row. So, uh, 1488, you would have expected uh, probably at 72 hands. Oh, you did play the whole shoe at 72 hands. Probably a little less, uh, a, a couple more one in a rows, uh, and, and a couple a couple less uh, uh, two in a rows or three in a rows. I'm sorry. So. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was a little bit heavy on the two in a rows is what we find out, two and three in a rows. Also, a good way to play this would have been OTB4L, um, except when you run into these one in a rows uh, at the beginning, probably would have been a little bit difficult. But through these clusters of, um, of attached multiples, the uh, OTB4L uh, would have panned out pretty good. Uh, if you'd have bet a negative progression using OTB4L, you wouldn't have lost any of them uh, because you would have always won on a two and three in a row. So not a bad OTB4L shoe if you look, if you like to look for systems. Um, yeah, uh, all right, good to know. Okay, thank you, PC uh, Gamer. Yeah. Also, too, if we look at some of the other stats here, um, you know, Kevin talks a lot about when, when you look at the, this here and you watch the 5D seminar, 
The strategic Bakara interface here does give you the first three dimensions of 5D. There's just two more added then, that's why it's called 5D, but it was originally started off as 3D and we, uh, you know, simply compare player banker disparity, the OR count, which is one back, okay? And when you count this, you just count repeats as minus one. So anything in the minus column means that there's more repeats. If it's in the plus side, like here it goes to one, that means there's more opposites, okay? And here, the same thing here in the minus, minus, uh, minus column with two back, or OT as we call it, anything on the minus side are repeats, okay? And you can see here for the first half of the shoe, most of the two back occurrences went to repeats. And you can see here we got all the way up to minus six. I think that's the lowest that uh, two and three back. And, it, and that's indicative of three in a row and uh, going to... Uh, 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 a predominance of three in a rows. Um, then you can see here that the OT count, okay, the one, uh, the OT count went way positive with, uh, with uh, opposites then, okay, three, four, and then it just took right off here uh, when everything started going opposite, which was really interesting. Choppy runs are lesser, lesser than repeats as a long run. Uh, choppy runs are lesser than repeats. Uh, keep need to keep an eye on shoe change. Yeah, absolutely. Shoe changes are very are very good. Um, I like uh, for myself uh, Cheetos. I like long runs. I think they're a little bit more stable. Um, choppy runs. I think you know it's it's probably casino specific. Um, you know I I, I yeah I, I play ties. Yeah, I do play ties quite a bit. Um, and I play my tie system. Like after a tie, I'll bet it eight times. And you know, needless to say, I'll I won't bet it uh, if I'm betting. 50 or $100, I'm not going to bet $50 on time. I may throw five or 10 bucks on it. And again, I play a pretty conservative, uh, just trying to hit one a shoe. I figure if I, if I win one a shoe uh, within eight bets, that's, that's kind of a bonus I made for that shoe. So I'll do that once in a while. Um, also, too, uh, I play it a lot when there's a strong side on the strong side with my bet. Um, as you can see here, uh, with the players starting out with strong side, uh, if you'd have bet the the uh, ties on the strong, uh, when you're on the strong side, and here I would have bet player, and I would have hit the tie. Here I would have bet player on the strong side, and I certainly would have had it here. Uh, so when I find a strong side game, I tend to tend to know that a tie is going to occur within that strong side, and then after the tie, I don't change. I just stay on this the side that I feel is strong. I predict nine through twelve and nineteen. Oh yes, I know that. But that's not the case in this shoe. No, that's that's a really uh, that's a really uh, uh, kind of uh, all over the internet approach of when ties occur at what hand. Uh, hi, John. John Mixon. What is the best baccarat app to practice on? Well, I'm a little prejudiced. I think it, the best baccarat app to practice on is the one that we have. It's the Strategic Baccarat interface. For one reason, that it's actual shoes played by our players in the casino. Okay, uh, here we have uh, eight thousand three hundred and and 24 shoes uh, and you can see played from casinos all over the world uh, as I pull this down uh, at the Sands Casino Resort we have 1028 which I think is, is probably our biggest ones um, so uh, yeah and, and there's there's nothing like um, there's a couple from live down there in Baltimore uh, a couple from Woodbine uh, up uh, up your way um, a couple 
couple from people <laughs> my bookie I'm not sure what that is I'll have to check on that one but um, I think this is the best one only because it's not random numbers it's real it's real cards so I, I like that one there are a couple good ones out there um, well I need that thing yeah thanks absolutely uh, it's called the strategic Baccarat interface okay yeah I'm at 20 minutes I guess you're telling me to sign off huh <laughs> okay Canada Bach. thank you thank you very much um, well listen I think this gives you uh, kind of a, an idea of what we look at in ties and uh, a good overview of the strategic Baccarat interface if you like yeah thank you I'm laughing too if you like to play against uh, real shoes, these are real shoes in our interface here, uh, played by uh, our players all over the world. So uh, it's kind of a great, uh, great way to practice. Uh, you'll notice that all that, all of them aren't. Uh, if I, just real quickly, if I go to the next shoe, uh, you know, we can take a look at it. Uh, if I click it here, and if every everything uh, 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 works out, let me. Uh, Let's see, next shoe, if I go to next shoe. Yeah, you can see that some of them are just people played partial shoes, but they still under them. So th that's just a va that's just as valid, too. Like, here's one at five dimes uh, by Ron Xlog that put in. Oh, look at this streak here, huh? So so we have shoes from all over the world in the Strategic Baccarat interface. And the good thing about it here, if I didn't show you this, is you can play this, you can play this hand by hand. So without knowing what's coming next and practice and, and uh, use your statistics without uh, spending a dime in the casino. Yeah, five times sucks. Okay. All right. Well, listen, I know you could go all day. Listen, uh, until tomorrow night, uh, we'll be here at uh, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And I promise, well, I better not. I think we'll take a, another look at the twos. We, we started going down that path, and we'll talk about them a little bit more. Again, don't forget to take a look at the uh, new uh, 5D uh, uh, video by Cassius One that I just posted. And uh, let me know uh, what you think. And uh, it was uh, really good uh, talking to you. We've got one question. What, what are some of your thoughts on Easy Bucker? Is there any advantage? Because, well, the only advantage is it, it plays a little bit faster. You know, I don't particularly like that. I mean, Easy Bucker, it's usually three cards, seven uh, on Banker, and it's a push. Or... They do that crazy super six where if banker wins with uh, with a six, you lose half your bet. And I can't tell you how many times I uh, I've run into that. But I mean, you know, it's I I prefer the dragon seven uh, that uh, you have to bet bet on that it's not a win, uh, but you can bet it at uh, thirty to one. Some places forty to one. So I, I cover the bet on that uh, if I make a significant bet. But the uh, super six kind of easy bakra i really don't care for uh yeah no commission right that's the no commission they they get it they just get it a different way and they get more <laughs> you know the super six i mean uh you know sometimes you can really get hammered in a shoe with that one but uh it's it's just a matter of what you like i know some of the stadium bakra yeah some of them pay at 40 to one though surprisingly um and I, I think it's even, you know, longer than that odds. I forget what the exact odds are to hit a three-card seven uh, winner on Banker. But uh, um, the uh, Stadium Baccarat Super 6, um, you, you do up at uh, up where we played at uh, Falls, <coughs> Falls View, you could play any way you wanted, just pick the game. Super 6, 
I think they had the Dragon 7, no commission, or just straight commission Baccarat. So pick your poison. Um, maybe two times in a shoe, 9, nine to zero, third card. Yeah, that one too. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, but I, I prefer the, the, uh, Dragon, uh, the Dragon 7, which is kind of the game that I like with the no commission. So, um, okay, well, listen, till tomorrow. Uh, I guess we'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll have some new things. Uh, yeah, 200 to 1 in the third card, 8-9. They have that at the Palms. Uh, I think pretty much all the station casinos. Three card, uh, 8 win over, or 9 win over 8. Uh, and, every, you know, you see it every once in a while, too. Um, so it's kind of a, you know, if you feel like, uh, you feel lucky sometime, throw a, throw a nickel on it. I know I don't want to talk about the big one that I missed up at Falls View. You remember that, Canada? Uh, you know, $186,000. I just put it on the wrong side for the gimmick bet. Anyway, uh, that aside, we'll let that go. And uh, listen, we'll see you tomorrow night. And uh, be safe and talk to you again soon. This is Keith from Beat the Casino. Thanks for uh, stopping in tonight and hope to talk to you again soon.